Today's daf is daf Zion in Shkolem. More so like this, the bottom of the page. Motion is in the Mishnah. The Motion Nazir Ladova. The leftover part, anything that was left over from the Nazir's um, uh, money, kachim money that he had set aside for his three karbonos, chatos, olin, shlomen. Anything that's left over goes in the davar. So Rav Chisda says, "Amar who should cover chatos b'saf." Now there's three kabbalas today that a nazar has to bring: a chatos, ola, and a shlaman. So if the last one was a chatos, so since most are chatos is lenadava, if the last carbon that he brought is this chatos, then then and only then do you say that it goes on dava. Avlir kavu shlaman b'saf. If the last carbon that he brought is shlaman, in other words, like he had a thousand dollars set aside, so he bought this animal for two hundred, this one for four hundred, this one for three hundred, whatever. He had some leftover at the end. So it's only considered leftover that it goes for Nadava if the last one that he brought was a chatos. But if the last, excuse me, if the last one was a shlomim, then the, then the rules of shlom apply, which means most of shlom and shlomim. Now it makes no difference. He has a chiv to bring all three karbaras, chatos on shlom. It makes no difference which one he was going to bring at the end. The rule is halacha achasi benazir shetia most for Nadava. The rule is by nazir that at least some of the karbaras, since some of the karbaras are are um, uh, one of the kabbalas is a chatas, and most chatas you can't bring as a chatas because there's no reason to bring a chatas unless you're chayav a chatas. So there's no such thing as, as most chatas has Since the chatas is mixed up in there, most chatas we say is on a dava, even if the last carbon that he brought was the Ola or Shlomim. The Bryce, so we're going to bring a Bryce approving like Rav Chista, that the only time you say Moser, Nazar Dava, is if the last carbon that the Nazar brought was a chatas. And we also have a Brisa that goes like Zeira, who says, makes no difference which was the last one. The, the, the Moser always is for Nadava. Masnissim Sailor of Zeira, so we're first going to arrive to the second one. Eluhain Mos, Stumen, what's considered Mos, Stumen, so if you're Mafish and Mos for Naziris and the guy dies, that it goes for Nadava. What, where is that Mos? Koshidemechatas Mesas Muravas Mahan. Oh, if the Demechatas, meaning he hadn't brought the Chatas yet, the value of the chatos of a mace, what do you mean the chatos of a mace? A chatos which is going to die. Remember, there's five chatos that we let it die in the barn. We lock it up and starve it to death. One of those is where the Baalim was nifter. He died already. So, Elen Mostum, Koshit Me Chatos Mesos Muravas Man. If the value of the chatos, which is doomed to die now, is mixed up, meaning he hadn't brought it yet, that's when you say what? That's when you say that it's brought as an adava. But he says, no, Afilu Hifrish Me Chatos. Whenever there's chatos in there, even if you're mafresh to make chatos first mitocha, most do So that goes like Rezir says that even if you brought your chatos first, but the point is, even if it makes sense if it's chatos first or shalom last, as long as there's make chatos mixed up in that whole uh, set of monies that you use for your three karbonos, that's considered stumus. And if the man dies, uh, that's like moser, moser, nazar, it all goes for an adava. That's what he says, that afilu, eilem maostumos, meaning that goes for an adava. Why? Kol shemechatos mises meros ven. Afilu efesh shemechatos. Even if you're mafresh shemechatos from if you separate it out first, but chilover, says the mafresh, that even if you separate the mechatos first, the most is stumen that goes for an adava. Like Zeiro says, that Allah has been azir. That Allah is the same, but when you're when you mafresh money for an azir, for chatos ol and shlom, makes a difference which one was brought first or last. Since it's the mechatos mixed up in there, the rule is that it goes for a dove. We have another Bryce in Lekrav Chista. Elu, Lechatosi, the man says, this is for my chatos, Vashal Hashan Zerosi. In other words, the man has to bring it, is a nozer. He has to bring one carbon for a chatos and one for another carbon, Olin or Shlom. So he says, this money is for my chatos, this money is for my Olin Shlom, my other karbatos. Umeis, and he dies. 
molin bakulan. He's molin all the molmitzas. He's molin all of them, and you're not molin What does that mean? That if you had enough from all the money together, then you're moel. Because there's money in Mila, where you're mole, you're mole in an Ola, which is Kachakashim. But you're not mole Matsasan. But if you didn't, if you if you took all the money, if you had enough from all the money, then you're mole. But if you only had enough from some of the money, you're not mole. Why? Because maybe the money you had enough from was the Shlomim money. And you're not moel in Kachim Kalim, because Kachim Kalim is not considered Kachakashim until until after the Zrika. So you don't say if it dies, it goes from the devil. So you see over here. Who says that what? You're not after you did the Zrika, then the Imurim are considered Kachikachim. But in any case, so, and then there would be, uh, there would be uh, you know, interesting that Kachim uh, Benekabais, if you do a donation, you're mole in that because that's considered Kachikachim. But Kachim Kalim, like Pesach, Meiser, Shlomim, Karbonus, like that, uh, Toda, those are considered they owned by the owner until after the Zrika Saddam, and therefore those are Kachikachim, they're not, you're not moral in them. So he says here that if you're moral in part of the money, you're not moral, you're not, that's, not, that's not really Mila, because maybe you had enough from the Shlomim money. So you see that he separates, Rav Chista separates between Chatos uh, on the one hand versus Olin Shlom on the other hand. So therefore he said that if you didn't bring your chatos at the end. If that last thing you brought was a shlomim, the most would be for shlomim. Another thing Rav Chisda said is most shalachmoshal nazar yurkav. The nazar has to bring lechem with uh, breads with his uh, like like um, you know a bread offering. It's like matzah with his uh, with his karbonas. So what happens if you left over bread? You let it go bad. You let it rot. Omar Yosef, yes, it makes sense. Lack of answer, why? Because you can't bring the bread by itself. Bread is not brought by itself. You can't. There's no, there's, uh, you, you can't bring it by itself, right? There's no such thing as bringing a carbon bread of bread by itself. And by to- carbon toda, where you bring breads, it's got to come with the animals. It's not brought by itself. So like you bring it with another nazir. Another nazir. Has to bring his own lechem. What are you going to bring it with this lechem? You can't bring it, with can't bring it by itself because it's not brought by itself. You can't bring it with another nazir because the other nazir has to bring his lechem. The fum came because of this. Sarach meimer, you have to say the moser lechem moser nazir. You have to go rot. Sovereign meimer, they wanted to say who lechem who moser chosim. The same thing is by extra lechem that have left over from a nazir. The same thing is by the extra libations like the wine and the oil that that would also the same thing would probably go bad. Amar Yosi Rabom. No, he says no. So you see, when it's extra lechem, it's not considered kachikachim, right? Or even if it is, what are you going to do with it? You can't bring it by itself, you can't bring it with something else. But most kachikachim, it goes on a dava. I'll die to Rabbi Yosef Rabbom, I'll leave it to Chisra. Rabbi Yosef Rabbom explained in Kontra Chisra. That's what he just said. That most of is kachikachim and goes for an adava. So So it comes out that Shmuel You have this concept in the Shas that three rabbis all said the same thing. and it's like like this that we just said that the Moser Nasachav goes for an Adava. Shmuel the Rav Yosi Ad on the Taman. We had yesterday's Gemara on the base right after the Mishnah 
that when I was over there in Bubble, Shamas called Rabbi I heard the voice of Rabbi Yudah, Shol Shmuel, asked Shmuel, hey for shikl mace, what's the law if you're mafresh, you're chatzis shekel? That's what the first parak was talking about, chatzis shekel. And the guy died, Amor le'yipluna So you see the same thing, something which has a rule of kachim kachim, because it's for the karbonos, goes for an adava if it's extra. You can't, be, in other words, it goes for an adava because the, the guy can't bring it, he's dead. So there's no chiv to bring a chatzis shekel anymore once he's dead. But the point is it goes for an adava. Uh, that we go because it's Moser, it's Moser, Shkom goes to the Dover. Rablazer Omer, Moser Asir Saifa Shalom. The third thing was Rablazer. Rablazer said the extra part of Asir Saifa Shalom. And we said, what is that? What's, what's Asir of the Kohen God? Or Yochan Omer, Yochan Melch, you throw it in the garbage, you throw it in the garbage, and as you, you destroy it, you throw it in your mouth. Rablazer Omer, Yiplonadava. So here you see also that uh, we had that what this Rav Chisa said is the same as Shmuel. Said Shmuel, Rav Kisner, Rav Blazer all said the same thing. Rav Blazer all says here, Yiplun Adava. Not that you let it go rotten, you don't let it, but you rather go in Adava. So the same thing that uh, Rav Brom, Rav Yochisa said that by Moser and Nusachim, that that goes in Adava. The same thing was said by Chatzis uh, Shekel, whose owner passed away, goes in Adava. And the same thing Rav Elchanan said by Moser Asir Saif of the Kohen, Gadol, also goes for Adava. <coughs> Ah, because they didn't have a um, uh, that because that, that was destroyed. In other words, that's what I'm saying. That's going to be destroyed. Once you put in the milk, you're not going to get it out anymore. Maybe on the beach in Tel Aviv, they'll still find it. Somebody else will find it. You know, you throw a coin, and some other kid comes tomorrow and finds it. The Amelech was considered that the the chemicals probably just destroyed it. It was like throwing it today. You really say you could, you know, you could throw it down the toilet. You know, they didn't have like uh, in those days. You know. Unfortunately, when you threw in the toilet, stay there. So it's see it's a chakach, you know. So today, that's what you did. You know, today you could have a toilet, but that's what Yom Emel. The Moses So the Mishnah goes on with uh, things that are left over. So here we get into the Shiloh we mentioned yesterday briefly about when they collect money for a particular tzedakah, and then they have extra money. A real question comes up to be all the time. This is the question comes up. So we'll see the Gemara. The Mishnah deals with it. Moses from Let's say they collect money for pidyon shvuyim. People are held captive by the Goyim. It's not so common today, fortunately, but it happens. So Moses Shfuyim, let's say they collected money, they collected a million dollars to collect the, to, to, be, to redeem the Shfuyim from the Goyim, and there's extra money at the end. So leave that for the next set of Shfuyim. There'll always be more, right? Put that aside. Moses Shfuyim, let's say you collect it for a particular person, or a particular person, Laos Shfuyim, it goes to him. That's because you collected it for him, so it's his money. Now, if he doesn't need it all, it still goes to him. Most are anim anim, to collect money for the poor people, and let's say they don't need any more, you, you, you gave them whatever they need now, you still have extra money in the, in the kupat staka, save it for anim for next week. Most are ani loves enough, you collect money for a particular ani, it goes to him, even though he has enough now, it still goes to him, it's collected for him. So this, if you collect it, let's say for a sick person, for a sick child, they collect money, whatever, and there's leftover money, the money technically belongs to the family, to the kid. Most are Mason, unless unless they were unless they made a tnai lechatchil and they said that if uh, there's extra money, you know, what the way to get around that is you put it like the kupatz like they were collecting for this kid in the other shul there who had the operation by the way successfully in California this uh, Gorarya kid, uh, so we put it through our kupatz through the karen so if there's leftover money it goes for other other uh, poor people other needy. Most of our must let's say, collect money for, for dead people. Why would you collect money for dead people? To bury them. They collect money for the, uh, for the people, uh, you know. 
So most are Mason meaning for other people who need there's their poor people, like what do they call them? Like uh, uh, in the going they have pauper's graves, you know, if somebody dies and there's nobody the guy dies penniless, they find him in the street. Who buries him? You know, so the government has to take care of it, right? So we have a government today. There's the, the government. So here we say collected money. That was the, the things were done in those days by private donations. They didn't tax everybody and give it from the government. Or if they did tax people, the guy the king kept the money anyway. So most are Mason Mason, most are Mason Liorshev. And here gets he says like this. So until now we've had no machlokas. Okay, left to collect money for we would call that for the um, um, for the Hever Kadisha, you collect money for the Hever Kadisha. Good. They collect, in a lot of communities, they, they collect money every year. They have, a, they have a, uh, an appeal for their local Hever Kadisha. Fine. So if they don't use the money now, Baruch Hashem, nobody died. So then they use it for somebody else in the future. Let's say they collect for a particular person, though. They collect money. This guy died, never has no way to bury him, etc. You have to pay for the funeral. So it goes to his Yorshim. Let's say they collect some money, goes to his Yorshim. Rabbi Omer, no, Moser Ames, Ye Murachashiyavu Aliyah, leave it. We don't know what to do with it. Rabbi Nasnomer, Moser Ames, Bonal and Nefeshakiva, you build him a large monument on his kever. The Gemara in Sanhedrin explains, and Bavli says, that the Machlok is like this. A person's embarrassed, even after death, he's embarrassed they had to collect money for, you know, to bury him. So, it's, so what do you do with the extra parts? So he says that Tanakhama says, Yorshav. He's embarrassed, but he doesn't mind if it goes to his kids. The, the other sheet, the Rav says, no, don't give it to his kids. That's even more embarrassing that he left over his kids destitute also. You know, that, that, that his left the money, you're going to go snore for his kids. His kids don't need the money. You know, or, or, or it's embarrassing that, that he left them over and, that, and you're giving money to his kids. And Rav Meir is not sure. Not sure what to do. If it was embarrassing, not there for let the money stay. Don't give it to him. You, know, you, you, you collect it for his burial. Fine. You'll extra money. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it in the kupa until Eliyahu comes and decides what to do. Tell us what to do. Gavolo b'cheskes says the Mishnah. Gavolo is the Bryce of the Gemara. Gavolo b'cheskes she'ain lo v'nimtza she'esh lo. What happens if they collected for a poor person with a chazaka, assuming he had no money? They they thought that he had no money, and um, or for a dead person, he says b'cheskes she'ain lo lemeis v'nimtza she'esh lo b'cholzo. They collect for a poor a poor a deceased man. They thought he had no money. It turns out after they opened up the uh, after the lawyers read the will, it turns out he had plenty of money. He was just pretending that he had no money. The guy died. They thought, "Oh, I got to collect money." They collected money from Mr. Shesher. He wanted to say, "Moser Mesi give it to his Yorship. That's what we said in the mission. Whatever's left on. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But if they know that. If we know that, so, so if you know that, so you won't collect. You'll say, good, go to the insurance company. The problem is they have to bury it right away. Until the insurance company pays the money, it takes a while, right? So uh, whatever. Anyway, so if they, it turns out that he had money. So he says, so this Rabbi Yumi wanted to say, Bukhari goes to the Orsham, just like in the mission. It's leftover money. Am Lavidi, Ravidi the Chutra, that was the name. says, think about this. The Lokavna Lay, what are you talking about? They wanted to give money for this poor guy. Turns out he was a millionaire. What are you going to give money to his kids? I didn't say you're my Talmud. What are you telling me what to do? Maybe I'm not right, but where are you getting this idea that since they only had Kavana for him, so you know the, the, the money can go back to the donors. They don't have to give the money. 
Where do you get this from? The Mishnah said that Moser Amesli Yarsha. Now, this is a question. Is this Moser or not? Because this is sort of a taut. They thought the taut. They thought the, the, he had no money. Turned he had money. Where did he get it from? So that was the dialogue. It's not clear. Unfortunately, I think still say, though, that, 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 that his opinion is well, is well said. That if they gave money for a poor guy, a poor man who died, they thought he didn't have money to bury him. And it turns out they did. So maybe the money would go back. Or at least it certainly wouldn't go to the kids. It would go to the you know, community fund. He says, you build a monument. If you have extra money, make them a nice monument, and you also they sprinkle. Then in those days, the, the, they didn't have way, uh, the, the body would uh, rot and it would smell. So they, even though they did the thing as soon as possible, but still they didn't have refrigeration, etc. So they would sprinkle wine on the uh, beer. That's you don't, you're not put a one shovel with shovel. What does that mean? That you put, not you don't use one for another guy. But he means, it means like this. Most, they, they collect the money for one guy or to buy a talus for a poor guy. You can't change it and use it for another shovel. Ain't put in shovel with shovel. In other words, if leftover money, you can't, for this guy, it goes, we said it goes to him. You can't use it for somebody else. Ain't go for talus for talus. If you bought and you collected money, let's say, to buy a certain shirt or a talus for a poor person, you can't take it and give it to somebody else. Or to buy a different talus, even. You collected money, let's say they say the guy needs a certain talus. Uh, there's rules that are uh, going around that, they, that a certain person needs a certain machine or whatever. So you contribute it to that machine, they can't use it for other purposes. But still, even though we said that, we don't scold or we don't ridicule the leaders of the Tzibor if they decided that. So he's telling you interesting. That even though we said if you collect money for a particular person, it goes to him, even if there's extra money. But if the people who collected it decided to use it for something else, we don't ridicule them because they're, they're in charge. They know what's going on. We leave it to their discretion. We don't make monuments for tzaddikim. Now, you say this is not what they do today. Today, they're building big things. There's a whole thing going on with the I happen to know the family, you know, that, uh, I don't know if you've heard of him, Uzi Kalchheim is buried right next to you. Remember Uzi Kalchheim? You know the name? He was a rabbi. He said, anyway, I know the Kalchheim family, and he's buried right next to Rebavadia. And they've destroyed his kever. It's a whole big mess. It's a, it's a real, it's a mess. It's a mess there. Because all the people are there all the time. They put things there. They broke the stone, everything. And now the family of Kalchheim is worried that they're going to build a big, uh, you know, oh, well, they're a big seal. They're make a whole big mess. So they're, they're concerned about it. So, because that's what they do today, right? By tzaddikim, they build. Here the Gemara says, like, you don't make a nefesh for the tzaddikim. Devreim, hein hein zechronim. They're words. They're words. They're, they're, they're Torahs. They're words. You don't make a big thing for them. It brings down, the side brings down there that the ksav sofers, and when they build for the chasam sofer, he said, there's two reasons really. Why? So why do they do it? So he says, two reasons. One is for the mess himself. The mess himself, Taka doesn't need it. But it's for the Hasidim, for the uh, Tamidim, that it's important for them to remember. It'll, it'll make them come more often and be misfollowed both for the Tzaddik and for themselves. So uh, you really don't need, you don't build a, ne- a nefesh or a monument for the sake of Rabbi Yochanan Avi Mismach Ozel al Ravchia Baraba. Rabbi Yochanan was walking around leaning on Ravchia Baraba, his student. By our Okay. 
they would always make the unveiling a year later. That would mean they would make the uh, monument. They would wait a year. In Chutzlar, at least in America, it was always they waited almost a year. You know, within a year, by the, by the art site, they would have it up. And here, they do it usually by the Shloshim, I've seen, and there are times when they even do it by the Shiva. You know, they, because, because there's no real rule for it. You know, they do it by the Shiva when somebody from Chutzlaritz comes to sit Shiva with the family, and, they want, and they're going back, so they're trying to do it real fast. Usually, they can't do it by the Shiva because till they fight about what's going to be written on it and how big it's going to be and how much they're going to pay and all that. Usually they can't arrange in the shiva, but usually by the shloshim it's done. They did it already, yeah. By the shiva they had it up already, yeah, yeah. But as I said, the Kalheims are worried that they're going to, but that they're going to build something else on top and cover over this and they, don't, they can't even get to their own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, also, so he was walking around. Rabbi Yochanan was walking, leaning on Chibar Abba. Rabbi Lezer Lezer saw him. Rabbi Lezer was a Talmud of Rabbi Yochanan. And he saw him, and he hid himself. He went away. He, like, hid himself. But Omar, so, so Rabbi Yochanan was upset. Omar, Halein, this guy, Two bad things this, is, this, this Babylonian has done to me. Two bad things. In the morning, he never asked. Mashlom Arab. You know, he saw me. I saw. He saw. He saw me, and he ran away. He hid away. Number one, he no, lost. No, no. Uh, uh, no, he's a Talmud. He's a Talmud. Okay. So that would also that would be another chiyuv. That would be another problem that he has. Number one, and also he saw me and he hid. Some said in our Gemara we have it that it was, those are the two things that he did. He he didn't ask lo shal bishlomi. And number two, that he hid. Some say that that's all one thing because the second thing is brought down later. Anyway, Amalei Rabbi Yaakov. Because Rabbi Yaakov was trying to defend Rabbi Lezer, and he said, "Kachnihigin gavon." That's the minig by us. The zira lo shal b'shlomi the rav. That it's a minig that by us that we don't ask the shem that, that, that a that a a lower person like a Talmud doesn't go over to him and say, "Hey, Rabbi, how you doing? How you doing today? How you feel?" You know, like it's like not covered. Just go over to, to the Rosh Hashiva and say, "How are you today?" Like as if you're an equal. He said, "That's our minig by us. We don't so, so don't knock him for that." Because it's not the minute. The inanogam come because they're no dismit. It's a rauni na'aram nechba. They fulfilled this pasuk in Eo. Rau na'aram nechba. The youths see him and they hide. The asisim come of amdu. And the the older people, the, the aged people will get up and stand. In other words, the younger people, the ones who were the tamidim, the shore, the, they don't go over to the covenant. So then he saw that he wasn't uh, happy with that. Rechon was happy, so he asked him the Shaila. And those Yaakov said, Let me ask you something, Rabbi. Are you allowed to walk in front of the idol Adura? That was his name. Are you allowed to walk in front of that? Or just the opposite? If you, if you go around, it's like you're giving them cover. Oh, I can't walk in front of the idol. Just the opposite. Avor Kamoy, the son in there, walk in front of him and knock out his eyes. In other words, don't even bother looking at him. It's a bigger chutzpah. If you don't want to show the idol covered, walk right by as if he's not there. It's fine walk right by. Ah, oh, so if that's the case, you're saying that what is covered for the idol by walking around, by not going in front of him. did good. Very good, you see. So he didn't walk in front of you. By not walking in front of you, he was showing you cover. He says, let the rabbi walk. I'm not going to go in his way, right? He was going to say, try. So for says, yeah, but this Babylon has done another thing. This is either the third thing or the second thing, depending on how you learned the Gemara before. He doesn't repeat over in my name. He says he doesn't say me. So, 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 
מה? הוא אומר אדם בשמו. נכון. בשם אומרים דברים בשם אומרים. נכון, מביא אין גאולה לעולם. That's what his time was. He doesn't say things, he doesn't say things in my name. So, so, so other defenders, so Nichtas, the Lefer of Ami, Rasimah came to defend him. There was a story in the basic message of the coppersmiths. There was a story like this. There was like a bolt that had a thick end to it, like a bulb at the end of this. And the Shiloh was, are you, is it considered like a clee that you can, uh, you can, you know, uh, you can grind um, uh, herbs with it? And therefore, is it a clee that you're allowed to use on Shabbos or not? Shenechleku Rablezer of Rabbiosi. There was a machlokes from Rablezer of Rabbiosi. Ad Shakaru Sefer Torah Bechlosan. They were such a big fight about it that they tore a Sefer Torah in their anger. Karu Sakedach. They tore it on purpose. No, Elishim Nikra Sefer Torah is torn. The point is, Alma, you don't get angry. So what are you angry at Rablezer because he didn't? He said something over it. He didn't say it in your name. He said the very Torah not in your name. You getting angry? You know what anger can lead to? Chasvalila. People say the wrong thing and they scream and all of a sudden the Sefer Torah is written. What are you getting so angry? Okay. To finish the story, there was a Rabbi Yosem Kisma was standing. He was so this place. There was a fight about, and they tore a Sefer Torah by accident. Okay, but, but but it was accident because of the anger. He says, "I oh, I wonder if this Masikas won't turn into a into a shul of Avodah meaning because of the terrible thing that happened there. And that's what happened. So 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 that's what they try to come. So don't get angry. I don't understand. You're telling me a story from uh, is is you're telling me a story, my story. That Rablazer didn't say something on my name because I'm angry at him. You're giving me a story for Blazer or Yossi that were arguing about something. They were chaverim. They talked uh, They were chaverim. So they had a disagreement in Torah. Hey, Rablazer's not my chaver. He's my student. He had no business saying something over not in my name. So what do you mean? Of course, not. this is a different case. I'm, I, there's a reason for my anger. This is when Rabbi Yaakov Aridi, so Rabbi Yaakov Aridi came and again tried to pacify him. Before we had it was Rabbi Yaakov, this is Rabbi Yaakov Aridi, came to, to pacify Rabbi Yaakov, and he said like this. This is what Rabbi Yaakov I'm like, see, it says, Kashi Tziva Hashem is Moshe Avdo, just like Hashem commanded Moshe his servant, Cain Tziva Moshe's Yeshua. It's in Yeshua. That exactly what Hashem commanded Moshe, Moshe commanded Yeshua, and the Pusik says, uh, goes on to say, Lo Bechain Asa, Lo Hippoldopper, he didn't leave out one thing. Whatever Hashem told Moshe, Moshe told Yeshua, Yeshua said over exactly Bidiuk, whatever Moshe told him, he taught Mene Israel. Did Rabbi Shua, all day Yoshua was saying the Torah that Moshe taught him. Do you think every five seconds he said, Moshe said this, Moshe said this, Moshe said this, Moshe said this? He said over the whole Torah, Elohim, Yoshua, Yoshua, Darish, we had Torah, but he knew there was Moshe's Torah. When we learn the Daf, right, we try to say whatever the Mepharish, and here it's in the Mepharish, Shikhali Yosef. But basically, we learn on Rashi. We say what Rashi is. Do I say every five seconds Rashi says this, Rashi says this, Rashi says this? Sometimes somebody asks a question, we say, well, look in Rashi, you know? But basically, we're saying what Rashi says. So everybody knows that he learned everything. You know, it's, it's so obvious. He doesn't say all day, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, my Rabbi said this, my Rabbi said this, my Rabbi said this. So it's very obvious that Rabbi Yochanan said this. Um, by the way, you, uh, you should ask if you should say a bracha again because you put on film too early. Uh, so you might need to make a bracha again. The rabbi comes asking if you should make a bracha. I told the other guy he wasn't listening the other day. Understand? It's about right now. It's about now, 5.58, 5.59. Sunday already, Mitzvah it'll be after daylight savings. We won't have any problem anymore. It'll be light outside. But right now, we're very gvuli. According to the calendar on my phone, it's, it, it, was, uh, it was much earlier. But according to most of the calendars I saw this week, it's like around now you can put on the fill-in. 
So what they do in a lot of places in Chutzah, I've seen that when they daven early, they put on talisman tefillin and then everybody stops or either they don't put on talisman until you shtabach or you make a brach afterwards. So you, want to ask, you might want to ask a shayla. Anyway. So I call you Shachar Shaja. Omer Lahem, Nema, Ena, Tamyodin, Liratos, Kaben, Idi, Chaveris. Ah, so now Rabbi Yochanan turned to Rabbi Yonah and says, Why can't you pacify me? Like, why don't you know how to pacify like, like, um, Benidi, like Rabbi Akamidi, he gave me a good answer. In other words, I was upset with him, with the Rabbi Lazar, why didn't he say everything in my name? And you're giving me stories about this guy and that fights. Don't tell me not to have a fight. Try to, you know, you, you see from here, you know, like, when people are in a fight, you tell them, listen, it's not good to have a fight. You know, don't get in a fight. That's not such a good answer. That doesn't always pacify them. Don't be in a fight. They're angry. They're in a fight. He gave him a good answer. He says, you know why Rabbi Lazar doesn't say anything in your name? Because it's obvious. Everything he says is from you. So he didn't have to say it. Rabbi Yochanan, why was he so upset? The boy didn't Why was he so mocked that Rabbi Lazar didn't say it in his name? Why? Even David was mvakish that they should say things in his name. David said, David said, until he says, I want to live in your tent for, for worlds. Olamim is worlds, like two worlds. I'll take refuge I'll take refuge in the shelter of your wings. Did David really think that he can live in two different worlds? I mean, once you're dead, you're dead. What does that mean? He's going to live in two. He's going to live in this world, and he's going to live in that world. How can you? Once he's in the next world, he's not in this world. He can't live in two worlds at the same time. I want to be zocha that my words will be repeated over in shuls and batimetros even after I'm dead, as we'll see. Because when, like you said, that when people say his lips move, as we'll see. So that's what he says. Rabbi Elkanan wanted to say people to say things in his name, so it'll be as if he's living even after he passes away. Hmm? Just say that my words will be repeated. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. Right, right, right. It doesn't really mean that, but 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 if it's, if if his name is attributed to it, it's even stronger. If he, if he said it over like in his name, his name is repeated. You're right. Rick is right that even just saying the same divrei Torah. Even if his name is not mentioned, should I have it? But he's being zokha. He wants to make sure that they'll say his divrei Torah. In other words, but when they'll give cover to him, they'll make sure to repeat his Torah. That's the idea. That even if it's even if it, you're right, that even if it wasn't named, even if his name wasn't there, it's still his divrei Torah. But if it's said in his name, that's even stronger. But we say David ben Yishai, right? We say it in there. It's part of in there. That's part of the tilim itself. Anyway, Shimon is here. B'shem Rabbi Yisroel, called him and called him. Called him. Rabbi Alachim Mipiv Ba'ol Mazeh. It says from his mouth, and if he says something over in his mouth, maybe it talking means Rick, and only if he's quoted. Called him and called him. Shimon is here. Mipiv from his mouth. Ba'ol Mazeh. Sfasad Rav Shlomo Bekever. Then his lips move in the kever. And Amar says for Chicheich and the roof of your mouth. Kiyen Atov be like like good wine. Dovev Sifsei Yishanim. The lip the lips of the one sleeping mean the dead people will be moving. Just like you have a mass in a, in a vessel of grapes. <coughs> as soon as you stick your finger on one part of it, 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 it like bubbles up, it comes up. If you say uh, from their mouths, the mouths maybe talk, sounds like you had to quote them. You see, you had to quote them. Rick said a good point. He says, if it's his Dvar Torah, it's his Chiddush, right? Even if uh, even if he wasn't quoted, maybe it should also be good. But it says from their words. So tzaddikim says the same. Rav Shmuel Rav Shmuel Kevitz Mashman. He's mocked that he had to repeat it over and say it in his name.
And in his name, he said, Dvar Mipiyam. But maybe not. Maybe Rick is right. Maybe it just means a Dvar that they said. So otherwise, why would he be Makhbed? And there was, you understand, your question was good. Your question was, why was he Makhbed that, that Rebbe said in his name? Even if, if it's his Dvar, if it's his Torah, something that he was Machadesh, let's say, even if it wasn't his name. So it could very well be, maybe, look, no Torah is really new. We're all saying the same thing over and over again. Even Chadushim were said maybe once upon a time. But if you say it in, in his name, then he's Zoha. But he meant to say that, get used to saying it in my name to, even after I'm dead. Right, right, yeah. But if you're not saying it while I'm alive in my name after I'm dead, certainly I'm going to say you forget her, you'll forget already who said it. And maybe that's his point. And that's why was he mocked with it. So that, even after he died, she said, smart from the Gemara, Rick, that, that, that you know, your question's good, that it had to be said in his name. Otherwise, it could be somebody else's Torah. It had to be said. If he said it in his name, then it's... Uh, sounds like not just something that they said, but the they were said over in their name. What kind of a pleasure do you get, maybe even in this world, or what pleasure is it to the next? It says, let's move. What a noise that. So Manazir compared a Kadein to Shosikin. like a person who drank this wonderful drink. It's like El Rosh's Kunditan is like a drink of honey with the yayin and pilpil. It's a, it's a very good tasting uh, mixture. Drinking old wine. That he drinks, even if he finished drinking ready, time the taste lingers in his mouth. So that's the same thing over here, that, that the Torah lingers in his mouth if you said it over in his name. If a person says something in the name of a person who said it originally, it's as if... It's as if the person who said it is standing in front of him. The year of Baal Shmuah, the Baal Shmuah who heard it, it's, it, he will see, he, he, he will see as if the other guy who said it is standing right there. The year of Baal Shmuah. That's another member. That's another thing that said, right? My Google, I'm Shanemar. Man will go in the cell, meaning in the image of the person who said it. And, and another member said, in where we had in Bavli, that Kolom uh, that, Adav uh, that Gulam. That's another member said by the Muram. Ksivit says, Rav Odom Yikra Ishchasto. Most people will just say something, Ishchasto will say what a person's kindness was. meaning, the meaning is that most people just say something. They don't say in whose name it is. We don't always remember, like you just said right now, somebody says it. I don't remember who said it. We used to say the member, but somebody says it. It's, it's, it's not a, a mission. It's not a mission like it. It's, it's said by one Amora. I don't remember who said it or Tana. We know but somebody says that, right? So we said, but Isha Munam, a person of trust, Miyim, so who can find that sort of zero? Sort of zero, less one, Srikhan, Shashim. He used to say things in the name, but he used to, why? Because he used to know who said something. He says, because he's like this, less long, Srikhan, Shashim, You don't have to really listen that carefully to what Shashim said. Why? Do govern Fatra. He was a person open eyed, meaning he was blind. It's a way of saying Psyche Noah, right? That he had a lot of light and he couldn't see. So since Shashim couldn't see, he didn't know who said something. So therefore, what he said over isn't so important because he can't quote it in the name. Rav Sheshis can never really quote and say, I heard this from Rav Yudah because he couldn't see Rav Yudah. So therefore, we don't have to be so mocked what he said. Therefore, the idea is that only when something is said in the name of somebody can you really listen to it. Like you say, who said that? Yeah, you say something, who said, who said it? Omelay Razir Levasi, Chachim Rabbi Labar, Chachim Rabbi Labar Pasya, Da'atam Mishmai Mishmei, Rav Zeyra said to Rav Asi, do, do you know, Rebbe? 
Chacham Rebbe Labar Pasya, do you know this uh, person that you're saying something over his name? Bashan Shayla, Makra Tos Bar Pasya, you said something over his name, but Bar Pasya, do you know him? Did you say something over his name? Like, if you heard from him? Amalei, Amalei, Yachram also said at a different time, Amalei, Amalei, Yachram Mishmain. Well, I heard from Yachram, Yachram said his name, that's good enough. In other words, when you say something about Pasya, do you know him that you said it? Regrets? No, but Yachram said it, and that was good. If I heard it from Yachram, Yachram said it in his name. Do you know Rav personally? He says something in the name of Rav, and I heard it from him. So the idea is important that you have to know who said it. So when if somebody said something, you had to say something in the guy's name, then it's trustworthy. Otherwise, it's not trustworthy. There is no, there is no generation that does not have mockers. Some have, even B'dor Shaldavid, we had the argues here is Kidor Shaldavid, but everybody had mockers. Well, my priest said, what do they used to say, the priests indoor? The mockers, what would they say? Hayochan, it's so Shaldavid, they would go to W. You know, David was prohibited from building a base of Megish, only his son was allowed to, because David had blood on his hands. So they go to the windows, I'm real low, David, David, Amosai, you bought a base of Megish. When are you building a base of Megish? Amosai, base of Shamil. But you David, Omer, Afal, P, Shem, Eskabim, even though they're trying to get me angry, Yavo Alai, let any bad come to me I'm happy with what they said. I was happy when they told me I'm happy when they made fun of me. Even though they're making fun of me, I'm happy because I want to hear those good words. That's the idea also. That's, that's a great madrega. They're trying to make fun of you and you turn around. When you will die, you will die when? Only when your days are full. I'm going to give you your full days. They'll not be short days. There won't be, you're going to have your full seven years, you're not, you won't miss anything. Then you're only going to die, and the base will build, even though the base won't be built until after you're dead, you will have a full life. What's the reason why David, why Shlomo's going to build the base? We should be able to mark the government. The charity and the justice that you do is more dear to me. is more than says a famous in Do good charity, goodness, kindness, and justice. That's Choicer to Hashem that Hashem prefers that even more than a carbon. Hamlach the Tzafrish Shalom. Tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem will start at seven o'clock in the new parish.